Hi, this is Marian Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence, your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. Welcome back to Lighthouse Conversation. I am Marian Samuel, your host for the program. And this is part two with Sister Charmaine Joseph as she continues to encourage us to keep serving God. And for those who don't know him, to trust him. And despite of whatever situation God may place in our life, she's letting us know that God is able and is willing to carry us through it. And of course, one such situation of life is our health. And Sister Charmaine is dealing with cancer. And she is encouraging us to, despite of whatever it is, to keep trusting in God. I'm not giving up, all right? Mm-hmm. The hardest for me, in spite of everything, though, though I seem okay with everything, it's very hard when it comes to my going for my CT results. Okay. I tell you, <laughs> as strong as I may be now, the night before, I am nervous. Right. The morning, I am nervous. And, you know, all these fears. And, you know, I'd always try to remind myself and just keep repeating it that the Lord did not give us a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm but of love upon us on mind. Mm-hmm. And I have to be repeating that. But usually that thing scares me. Yeah. You know, as strong as I am, I be doing everything, you know. But that night before, I am just nervous. You just don't know what you're going to, mm-hmm. what's going to be the result, mm-hmm. right? But then again, that is always me. I may get a result that is not good for two days. Because I just want um, listeners to know that not because I'm sounding this, this way and you see me and all, I have my moments. Mm-hmm. I have my moments when, you know, it takes charge. But usually I don't allow it to go beyond three days. I remember when I was told that it got to my lungs. I walked into the office that day, the doctor's office, and I told myself, I know I don't have much time now. I told myself that. It is a fact. I told myself I don't have much time. But I did not tell him, allow telling myself that to make me sad. Right. For me, it was like the passion for the things that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I became more passionate. I kept telling myself, look, I don't have much time. I just need to just even work harder for God. I just still need to use, use my time even more wisely, use more time for him. That was what I left the doctor's office telling myself, right? And so, though, as I said, you know, I remember when he said to me, that, you know, in your condition, <laughs> don't give you on six months. But for me, I was seeing some significant things. Mm-hmm. When I consider that my lungs may not be cleared, but each day I still have the strength to go on. Each day the Lord still gave me the strength to take care of my sisters, mm-hmm. who both of them are sick now, because as I told you, the other one, the younger one, 
she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in what? J July, August was a rough time. I had no idea what this thing. I hear people talk about it, but they have to experience it with her. Mm -hmm. That was a challenge. Mm -hmm. That was a challenge. And having to deal with all that, still being responsible for them. And at no time, even though at the time no, I was doing vacation by the school, I never gave up anything that I had to do. I never gave up anything. And uh, I remember, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, how it's important to keep fighting and don't just don't go down because it's so. I remember at vacation by school, not this year, but last year, I left to go and get my results, my CT results. School was in session. I remember I left that day. And that was when I went down to the doctor mm -hmm. and being told, no, that they're back. Multiple wow. lesions in both lungs. No, I sure some person would have gone home, not going back but, up to there. Mm -hmm. And I went back as if nothing happened. At the end of the day, if that is what it is, that is what it is. Now that I'm happy, now that I don't feel sad or feel a little, feel somewhere inside, but I told myself, I'm not going to let, you know, this thing control me. As long as I'm in my right mind, as long as I have the strength, I'm just going to keep pressing on. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest to people, look, things like this happen, what you need to do, have a passion for something. Mm -hmm. Have a passion for something. Because when you sit down not doing anything, all sort of thoughts come to your mind. And I would say the worst thing for you to just sit still. Mm -hmm. I remember my daughters one day said to the doctor, the oncologist, they were complaining that I don't keep still. I'm always on the go. Oh dear. And he said to them, look, you're complaining that your mom doesn't keep still. But I'll say this to you. Whatever she's doing is working for her. Let her keep doing what she's doing mm -hmm. because it is obvious that that is what is working for her. And then you don't complain anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was always said to them, look, you all are complaining that I'm always on the go and whatever. But the day you come in here and see me sitting down and lying down when I don't, you're not doing that, you better start worrying. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say to them. And after that, you don't have any problem with them. But, you know, I would just encourage persons, you know, to have a passion for something have a passion for something that you don't sit down with this thing because as good as may sound I have my moments but I decide I'm not going to let this thing take charge of my life now, listeners, if you hear that thumping sound, it's all passion. Okay, Mrs. Joseph is just sharing with passion. So that is just her bringing out what she needs to say. Okay, now, uh, Mrs. Joseph, how should a child of God respond to this type of news? How should they respond mm -hmm. as if it was to happen to them? Yes, right? as if, yes. Yeah. I would say to a child of God, the first thing you need to do, accept it. And as the word said, in everything, give thanks. As I said, when I got the news, when I put on the phone, I put my hands in the air and I said, I will continue to praise you as long as I live. And I think that is what made a difference from that moment. Immediately, I accepted it. Immediately, I give thanks. Right? And I would just ask anyone, a child of God, to accept it. Accept it. And trust God. Trust him. Believe in him. If you didn't have much faith, start to develop faith. Because at the end of the day, God's words does not lie. You know, there were some scriptures. I remember when 
a particular person when that was my daughter's boss, the one at the bank, when she went in and she told them what had happened, um, one of the bosses called me. And I remember she shared this scripture verse with me. And I won't forget it. It's, it's from Hebrews 13, 5. It said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For yet said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. She shared that with me that morning. And you know that thing never left me? Mm-hmm. It never left me. And there was another one when after I received that um, CT result, which said now about the same long stage four. I know I didn't have much. That for about three nights, it was just worrying me. I could hardly sleep. And I said, this is not going on anymore. And the morning, I got on my knees, got out of bed real early, earlier than before. And I was on my knees. I was just praying. I was just crying out to God. And then after that, I just turned to my, my daily text. And I remember the text of that morning. It was from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4. It says, I know whatsoever God doeth, mm. it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor can anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what really then it was supposed to mean for me. Mm-hmm. But somehow, as I read it, I found myself reading it over and over. And I said, there is something in this verse for me. Mm-hmm. Because as I read it then, I would tell her I was feeling for three nights. Those days, this thing was just bothering me. And as I read that, immediately, those feelings I had mm-hmm. just started to disappear. Mm-hmm. And to date, I still continue to wonder what it meant mm-hmm. because I knew then that was that scripture verse was one that after getting that news that they had come back in both lungs, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was what that verse is after just that verse came that morning. I read it and then started to feel different. But I would encourage Christians to accept what has happened, have faith in God, trust him. Get into your Bibles, read more. Because one of the things I did, I made, usually I would do my devotions in the morning, do my reading. But I know sometimes as Christians, we think that is enough. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did, I made time at a certain time of the day to go back into the Word, to spend time in the Word. And what I find, there are passages that I would have read before. Mm-hmm. I know I would have read them. But as I'm reading them now, mm-hmm. I'm better, better understanding of things. I found that I was just drawn cl- closer to God. Mm-hmm. I found that, you know, if her midday comes and I don't stop to give thanks, it's like something I have to do. Mm-hmm. And if I miss, I find myself having to go and ask the Lord, begging him sorry mm-hmm. for not having done so. Right? And so there was just some things that developed in me that was not there before. And uh, I would just want to encourage persons to trust God as Christians, to trust him. Because too often in life, you know, we say we trust him, but then we, things happen. And then you can't believe these are the same persons who said they mm-hmm. trusted him. Yes. You know, sure. we just give up. You know, it's like we start to question God. That's one mm-hmm. thing I never did. I never questioned God mm-hmm. with this thing. As I said, I simply accepted it. And I believe at the end of the day, I am just so thankful because as I like the doctor, I could be aiming, just wanting to hear it's all gone, right? And not taking the time to see, though it has not all gone, 
the little things that God has been doing. When I think of how God gave me the strength, I, I, don't, I tell you, I may have maybe get up in the morning, usually have... Well, this has always been a condition. When the air, when the, the atmosphere is cloudy and so on, mm-hmm. I always have this, this in my head, my eyes mm-hmm. get blurry and whatever. I'll have those. But in terms of having pains, mm-hmm. feeling sick from the cancer itself, mm-hmm. I don't have that problem. I don't have that problem. I remember my friend, well, she, my cousin, close cousin of mine, she's in the hospital right now. And Sister Janice Strand. I have to call her name all the time because she has been dear to me. I remember she was one who was with me. Well, when it comes to chemo, I always had somebody with me. My Julie would take me, first mm-hmm. daughter, and then she will come and be with there with me throughout chemo. And I remember one time we home and we were talking and whatever. I was saying, well, what I have to do? We're good. And she said, what are you? We? I energize a bunny. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I just always have this burst of energy, yes. which I don't think I'm supposed to have. With my lungs being in this condition, I tell you, I just have this. Saturday gone, as a matter of fact, just Friday night. On Fridays now, I stay with my sisters. And my nephew came by. We were chatting. He came by about midnight to come and adjust the fan for me. And he got to the door to step out. But he did not make it out the door until 2 o'clock in the morning. Because this is how close my nephew. We were just talking. We were just talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed after 2 I got up. I knew when it was 4 o'clock because I always knew when on chuckle start. Mm-hmm. Then I went back off into sleep. And then later on, the Saturday morning, I knew I heard when it was um, Voice of the Matters. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I'm definitely in London until 6.30 this morning. But when I turned, I did not see my sister. That's a big one. And I knew she's not supposed to be able to just go down freely from the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, and she has two steps to go down. But I look, I see this walking stick next day. When I go to the living room, she's down there sitting down. I found out was strange. I said, Sister, what are you doing down here? Mm. You know, shake her head out there, mm-hmm. whatever. I said, okay, you know what, let me go back and leave in a few minutes. After that, you know, because right now, too, I look forward to this. Being over there on a Friday night, mm-hmm. it gives me that opportunity to get be with my sisters. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm able now to get up in the morning, and we will do devotions. Okay. We'll sing, I'll go to the scriptures with them. And I know it makes a difference to them mm-hmm. right now, being able mm-hmm. to do that with them. And I look forward to it. So after that, it's like beating my sister, making mm-hmm. sure everything okay, giving mm-hmm. her breakfast. Then my brother was here, went to make sure he was at the family house, make sure everything was okay for him to travel back that day. From there, going back down, make sure my sisters have their lunch. Then I rush in. Had to get to my home. I got home after one. I had to be back in Civil Farm for 2.15 to take the bus for us to go up to Newfield for practice to happen with the young people. And I got back home to my house about 6 o'clock that evening. Mm-hmm. I said to Jan, Jan, I don't know what you're going to do. She said, Mommy, I'm tired. She said, how long can I go to sleep for? I said, okay, go ahead. Uh, maybe we could sleep until 9 o'clock. She had a lot of work to do for church. Okay. And I said, you know what? I think I'm just going to lay down too. Marianne? <laughs> <laughs> I found myself in the kitchen. And I start making preparations for the next day, Right. Started making preparation. And when it was about 9.30, I knew it was 9.30 because I heard when um, this service has come from Crystal Cathedral, because, you know, I love singing. So I knew when it started. And it's at that time I said, you know what, I'm not doing anything else. I was already, like, already had prepped for the for lunch. And I said, everything else now, I'll leave the other things that I would need to prepare for breakfast on the dresser. And I said, you know, I need to go and lay down. Mm-hmm. Not that I felt I wanted to. It's like mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. to tell myself. Like I'll be going along daily and I will tell myself, wow. Jilly, remember, you have a condition. Mm-hmm. 
just imagine. I have to remind myself of that. And that is why I say, you know, I will say to Christians, look, accept it and trust God. And you'll be surprised what he supply you with. Mm -hmm. Right? Things that you would not even be looking for or imagining would happen. Because I would not think that I could have all this burst of energy with my condition. Mm -hmm. You know? I remember the last thing my doctor said to me just in September when I was last year. What he said to me? I'm going on this day. And keep active. Because you know that's why I do it. He's just like, you know what? Do what you want. <laughs> yeah, right. but that was what I wouldn't call Christians to do. Mm-hmm. Accept mm-hmm. what has come your way and trust God. Mm-hmm. Trust Him. Because for me, the reason why I say trust Him, if God cannot do it for us, come to for us, who else can? Mm-hmm. That's what I asked myself. I said, you know, if he doesn't take this from me, who else can take it from mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Nobody else. So if it doesn't happen, because we got to remember, even though we pray and ask for things, it is his will that is going to prevail. It's just not what we want. And so whatever comes our way, mm-hmm. I just accept it. You know, I'm not saying that I'm happy that, you know, I'm don't get but one of the things do I can recall as I prayed for the moment this thing happened I was praying I always pray for physical healing mm-hmm. but more than anything I always ask him to grant me spiritual healing mm-hmm. that was what I asked mm-hmm. more than anything and I'm just happy I am so pleased as to the way the Lord has supplied my needs okay. I may not have clear lungs mm-hmm. but I have this energy awesome. I have strength <laughs> I don't feel sick. You know, I can give thanks. Yes. You know, I don't have those issues. You know, and I was really pleased when the doctor said, your general health is fine. Okay, that's my no. next question. How is your general health? How yeah, you that was, yeah, that's what he said to me the last time. He mm-hmm. said, you know, your general health yeah. is fine. That's and that's why I'm not putting you back on any more chemo. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I can put you back on chemo because too much chemo is not good either. Right. And I can just mess up everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking you off chemo. Right. He said, from what I'm seeing here, you're a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I guess he thinks that I have enough to go on for a while. Yes. You know, yes. he said, in your condition, it's usually six months. But this is 2019 now. Yeah. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful. Praise the Lord. Now, you're listening to the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. Thanks for joining me, Marianne Samuel, for Lighthouse Conversation. With me in the studio is Mrs. Charmaine Joseph, and she is living with uterus cancer. Yeah, that has progressed my lungs now. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Joseph, what would be your reply to a friend and or a family member who knows um, you're a child of God and ask you, did you pray to God for healing? And if you did, why has he not yet healed you? My response would be, depends on what we are looking for as healing. Because God heals us in different forms. Right? As I said, when I prayed, I asked for physical healing, but more than anything, I wanted spiritual healing. And for me, I have seen healing in the, what should I say, how do I put it? In the peace of mind Mm -hmm. that he has given me. Mm -hmm. If they do not consider that healing, Mm -hmm. that is healing for me. Mm -hmm. Because when you have the strength and that, you know, that peace to go through all this, that is healing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May not seem so for others, right? And as I say, some persons may be looking for their complete thing in terms of there is nothing at all. But I am seeing other little things mm-hmm. that you might yes. overlook, which for me goes a long way. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. When I see that I can get up every day, 
and feel well. Mm-hmm. When I see he gives me the strength to go and take care of my sisters, when I see that he gives me the strength each Sunday morning to go before my son to school, to go to the choir, and when after doing surgery in uh, May, I was able to go back and coordinate vacation Bible school. When I see that same year, that same month during the vacation Bible school, mm-hmm. when I went there for my results, and I said, yes. it come back, and in two mm-hmm. more longs this time, it was enough for me to go home, but I drove back to yeah. the vacation Bible school. I remember that was the Wednesday, and no, the Thursday, the Friday, um, the bigger ones were going to Stingley City and to Long Bay. I remember going with them, waiting on the benches at Stingley City for those who went out to swim mm-hmm. with the, the Stingley. I remember sitting down there. I remember, you know, here it is. I did say it. It was, it was when I really had the time to really mm-hmm. sit because sit down and I was the only person there. The other teachers had gone to Long Bay. I was there sitting, just waiting for them to come back. And I had the time to really reflect on everything. I said, you know what? God is really good now because... I could have gone back home. It could have, mm-hmm. you know, be so, yeah. so you know, so hard for me in the sense that you heard it was all gone. Then you go back again. This, it was enough for me to just go and just give up. Don't even want to do anything. Mm-hmm. But it did not stop me. Mm-hmm. It did not. You could even ask my oncologist. This year we had a struggle scheduling my key, my my last chemo. I did. Mm-hmm. That was in August, <laughs> because mm-hmm. as he was scheduling it, it was going to. Affect the time I have to go for vacation by the school. Mm-hmm. And he had to be working around it, trying to see when he could start it in order that I'll be feeling well enough because you know I'm going to have those more days when I'm yes. going to really feel sick. Wow. And it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Him scheduled me. He tried to count on days, okay, after you should be well with. As he counted on whatever, then to make sure he start it. I start that I can be able then at one time you think he got it right then I say but then it means I'm not going to be at the closing service then he had to go over it again <laughs> so just as we were finished I went keep, um, we had a closing service on Sunday and the Monday I was back mm-hmm. to do my treatment mm-hmm. so it's I think when you have that passion mm-hmm. that desire to put God first no matter what yes. it makes a big sure. difference because you know I remember actually it was one day when only when Jody, my biggest daughter the other day something talking about and she brought it up and said you know you can't what if she was saying to a friend and you can imagine how she had a doctor that day trying to get her things um sorted out in order for her to be well for vacation by the school right. and with that she did came all a bit late my it went beyond the scare i should have started not people before you know i don't mm-hmm. even know if it's all that my decision <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> look wow. look let me tell you see we have to make light moments yes of these challenges because if we don't we go down Mm -hmm. and I told Mm -hmm. myself this thing is not going to put me down when God is ready for me Mm -hmm. and you know at the end of the day I it makes a difference that I'm this way because I see that it has given my children strength Mm -hmm. through all this you know, the times when I hear them talk about me to others, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that all those things are, meaning so, are so meaningful to them. Yes. So it makes mm-hmm. a big difference. And I'm hoping that with this example, that they too mm-hmm. will be able, as challenges come their right. way, that be able to face them the way I have had, you know, I've done. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, to our family or an individual who is facing cancer right now, mm-hmm. uh, thinking, where do I go from here? If you could right now offer some words of support to them that will be life-changing, what would it be? I would encourage them to trust God, 
turn to God with everything. And as family, stick together, support each other. You know, you know, I know the times when families have the differences and even with sickness, challenges, families still pulling apart. It's a time when they need each other. Whoever is the family member is sick, they just need to be there for each other. But more so, I would suggest, if they don't know God, get to know him. Get to know him. And they'll be surprised what he can do. You know, as I say, too often we're looking at the big picture. Just want to see what. For me, just maybe just a piece that he'll give you through all this. So if they don't know him, turn to him. If they have not been reading their Bibles, read their Bibles because those words are comforting. You'll find he'll lead you to passages that will comfort you. So that is what I want to say to any families. Do not give up. You have to just have faith in God. You have to trust him. You have to trust him. You don't know him, get to know him. Get to know him. And I will say, if they don't know God, just have faith in him. Mm-hmm. If you want to trust in him, because, you know, sometimes we have that connection, but it's not deep. Mm-hmm. You need to have that deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Since you've been diagnosed, was there ever an experience of a heartfelt connection with God that you would like to share with us? There, was there ever a time when you just felt God's mm-hmm. presence? Oh, yes. Okay. I certainly <laughs> did. Especially back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Back in 2017. I tell you, I went through a period where as I would say to people whom I've shared it with, I can't explain certain things. I experience it, but it's hard to explain. There are times when sometimes I'm praying, sometimes I'm just sitting reading. And usually, as I say, I would read and things would become clearer to me. But what usually happens and it just happens so often. The times like something just goes through my body. Mm-hmm. And I just shake. Mm-hmm. That's how I can describe it, shake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't describe it differently, but I know what it does to me. And I know every time it happens. There are times when I just have no control. Mm-hmm. And I know it's the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through that so much that one time I got up in church. And people may think I was crazy, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I said... If to have cancer, if having cancer is what is going to allow me to have this, what was the word I used? I'm trying to remember. I don't want to use the word, but it's not coming back to me. But in other words, what I was saying then, if to know God in this way, if to experience God in this way, mm-hmm. means I have to have cancer, mm-hmm. let me have cancer. I said it. I said it publicly in church one Sunday. People think maybe... She must be crazy. No. Mm-hmm. I know what I experienced. I cannot, it's not something I can really mm-hmm. explain to you, mm-hmm. but I know. And I've gone through that over and over. I remember those days. I remember in the earlies when I was so fearful to even go and do a simple little test. When I had to do the biopsy, man, my blood pressure up, up, up. But I know after that, when... You know, it's like the praise, everything really started to take effect. I remember the night before the surgery, I remember when the pastor came to the house to pray with me. And I said, Bishop Lewis, I know I'm doing surgery tomorrow, but I don't feel as I'm going to do surgery. It's as if I just feel so at ease, so peaceful, whatever. And 
I kept saying it was just strange because I know once I go up to hospital or whatever, mm-hmm. my blood sugar has gone. God bless you, has gone up. It was totally different day before my surgery. And I remember that morning, and I would not forget because there are times that another experience that I've had in terms of I'd go to the daily text, would have a watchword for the day. And many times I find that it's very pointing. And the morning of my surgery, I remember the text for that morning, the watchword, and said, I shall not die, but mm. live and declare the mm. works of the Lord. I remember it. I said, what? That was the appointed watchword for that day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say, at the end of the day, no one is going to tell me that God does not, is not using me for mm-hmm. his glory. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. And that is why I say each time I just want to go through this, deal with this in a way that God will be glorified. That someone who does not know him will see how he's worked with me through all this and will come to know him. Someone who is struggling even with whatever they're going through could be cancer. Give them some hope. You know, because sometimes your condition is not even as bad as someone else. Mm-hmm. But the way you're dealing with it is as if it's even worse. So I'm just hoping that in God using me this way will some way mm-hmm. help someone to draw closer to him, to come to know him, that he will be glorified. Mm-hmm. Many people mm-hmm. will be listening to this. I trust though. I trust. Many people will be listening and definitely, definitely I know that God will indeed get the glory. Yes. He yes. will indeed get the glory. Yes. Okay, Sister Joseph, you have been a wonderful and inspiring guest on Lighthouse Conversation. Thank you. Your encouragements are welcoming. They are. Thank you. The life you are living now is heartrending and touching. And indeed, I trust that um, you have encouraged many who are diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to indeed press on yes, and yes. live life in the fear of God yes, yes. and God alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks mm-hmm. again, and may God continue to give you a life that will bring glory to His name. Yes, yes, and honor to His name. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank Sister you, Sister Mary, and yeah, thank you. And just good being here. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations? We would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or Lighthouse, B-I-M-I, at gmail.com or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454 or send us a message via WhatsApp or text at area code 268-782-1454. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM or listen online at www.caribbeanradio.com.
radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world. Or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.